pipes and in this life, but son, we don't see shade. She got my eye, might make my wife. I know she wanna be saved. We spend a time, you have a good night. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside the Dome. I am John Dodaro, and joining me here today, a returning OG member of the podcast, Jordan Schiller. How are you doing, buddy? It's been forever. I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I'm glad to be back. Glad glad to be doing this again. It's exciting. It's exciting for sure. But yeah, how about you, man? How have you been? Oh, I've been splendid. A lot of yeah. a lot of recordings. Uh, yeah. I had to do some student media today. Shout out to U92 The Moose. Uh, any West Virginia yeah. people, WV people, give it a listen. Go to their website, and you might hear me on the radio at some point. Yes, so shout out to all of you. But yeah, I've had a, I've had a busy day, but we got to talk some fantasy football here. Yes, sir. We got to get down to yeah. business. We got to get straight down to business. Week one. <laughs> Is in the books. Very exciting week one. In For our sure. last episode, in our last episode, we talked all things not fantasy related. But yeah. this will all be fantasy football in this episode. So, Jordan, you told me before the episode started, you're in three fantasy leagues. Yes, right now. Three. Um, two of them are for money, and one of them is a fan or a, a dynasty league. Ah. Uh, Yes. Well, the dynasty ones. Yeah. Yes. I'm in I'm in one money league, 10 man, and then I'm in a 14 man, which was going to be money, but for some reason my fantasy league it, they didn't want to pay up or something. There's they been disputes. Scared. They were scared. I don't know. There's there's been disputes. So I'm scared. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get paid because I won that yeah. league last year and I didn't get paid. They were scared. So I'm trying I'm trying again this year, but <laughs> anyway, out of your three leagues, how did you do this week? Alright, alright, alright. Yeah, I won two out of the three leagues I'm in right now. And in one of those leagues, I beat the defending champion of last year who I lost to last year in the championship round by only 1.02 points. Wow. Well, it, was a, it was a tough loss, but I took the anger back out. And oh, I, I destroyed him. Probably, it might have been by like 50 points. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I went surprisingly, I went two for two this yes, week. Sir. My fourteen man I dominated. Yes, Super sir. easy work. And my second league, I was relying on Sunday night. Yes. And a certain defense had to come up clutch for me, and they really cool. did. I will get to that defense later in the episode when we go through everything. But yeah. let's get right through it. So essentially right. What we're going to do this episode, since this is our first fantasy football discussion, we're going to go through all of the top players at each position. We'll say what they did well and also preview their next week matchup. And we'll also go through the worst players at each position, too. And we'll see if they can rebound next week with their matchup and if you should start them as well. So, mm. yeah, we got, we're looking at the same list here. I made this a while ago. We might mention other players that we did not yes. mention on the list but starting out with the quarterbacks the best quarterback in fantasy football of week one of all people too Tua Tagovailoa 
of the Miami Dolphins, he had 27.14 fantasy points. I mean, were you expecting that? Eh. I mean, kind of. I wasn't wasn't expecting him to be the best out of all the quarterbacks, but I was expecting that he was going to get some high points. I was. Yeah, I mean, we'll mention the person who also had a lot of high points in that game too later, but, I mean, dude did very well. He threw for 466 yards and three passing touchdowns. Yeah. He had an interception and fumble, but, I mean... The passing yards and touchdowns definitely rack up points, but for sure. Looking at looking at next week, let's see who he plays here. He plays New England. Yes, he does in New England primetime oh. game eight twenty on Sunday night? Wow. Might not want to start him. You don't. You don't want to start him. I don't know. I, I mean, take... I mean, it, I mean, he's probably he's probably your number one QB. Your other option probably is like Kirk Cousins, maybe. Oh. So. Um, I mean, yeah, you're probably going to start him, but like, I don't know. You saw how, uh, what Jalen Hurts did. It wasn't, wasn't the best looking and, and I'm pretty sure right now there's a hurricane up there up North. So it might be, it might be raining. Oh dear. Yeah. I would proceed with caution next week with to uh, obviously start him if he's your top guy, but yeah. The next, the next quarterback that did very well. Actually, I'm a little out of order in terms of best to worst, <laughs> but I'll go with this guy first because this was my fantasy football quarterback in my 14-man league. Mm. Deshaun Watson. I waited wow. in the draft. I waited. I'm like, yeah. all these top guys are going. I'm going to wait. And then Deshaun Watson was available. I'm like, I don't know if I want Deshaun or not, but I think <laughs> Deshaun Watson. And guess what? He, he had one of the he had one of the best quarterback weeks with twenty point six six points. Now, uh, yeah, he didn't throw that much. He only threw one hundred fifty four no. passing yards. Had a touchdown and a terrible interception. Yeah. But what helps quarterbacks is if you can score on the run, and Deshaun Watson did that. He had a rushing touchdown and forty five rushing yards. So, uh, from a different perspective here. He plays the Steelers next week. Do you think he repeats, or do you think he does worse? Um, I don't even know, really. I mean, I think it was just an awful game for the Bengals. True. But, I mean, he could. But I say, I, I, don't, really, I don't really know. Yeah, I don't really it's... know. He, he, he could, but... He also could go very low. Yeah. Well, just seeing how my Steelers did against Brock Purdy, I'm actually – I am going to start Deshaun Watson again. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But I think he's going to do about 10 to 20 points. That's what I would say. Yeah. But moving on to the next quarterback. Actually, we'll do your quarterback, your guy. Yeah. Not on your fantasy team, but – in real life, your quarterback, Mac Jones. Yes, sir. Had, yes, he had sir. the second he had the second best quarterback week with twenty four point one four points. What did you like about him? Oh, I mean nothing much in the first in the first quarter. Nothing much at all. But I mean, as the game progressed, he really adapted. 
And I really think with Bill O'Brien that our offense is getting better. Yeah. I would agree. Things things were things changed for sure. But um yeah, I think I mean I liked what I saw. I really did. He was throwing dimes to Kendrick Bourne. And we didn't even have who? We didn't have Thornton or um Devontae Parker. Yeah, so I actually I gave you guys a little shout out on the radio for yeah. U ninety two, uh about Bill O'Brien being your new offensive coordinator and how your offense kinda looked a bit better. It did. It really did before. look better. And I, I think we can improve. I mean I mean, who knows how the game could have went if, if if we didn't have that first quarter like that. But I mean we kept it close. If Kendrick Bourne kept his toes in, who knew who knows what would have happened. Yeah. And I know there's two other Patriots players we we're going to mention on the list, but real quick, looking at week two against Miami, if you picked up Mac Jones on waivers, would you start him next week or would you wait another week? If I, if I picked him up, honestly, the game is in Foxborough. I, screw it. I would say start him. Hey. If it was if it was in Miami, no, but it is in Foxborough. And I mean, yeah, I would start them. Okay. There's your Patriots opinion right there. But <laughs> I'm going to skim over the next two just to save time. That's one thing I learned yeah. with the last episode. We've been very long, so I'm going to figure out yeah. how to save some time. So yeah. I'm going to skim I'm going to skim through the next two guys. These are rookies, but I wanted to Highlight them personally. The first guy, actually, wait, no, I skipped a person completely. Oh my god, yeah, you did. Uh-huh. I skipped a person completely. Yeah, because I went to Mac Jones. Yeah. yeah, another guy who did very well. You and I could talk about him. Jordan Love of the Green Bay Packers actually had twenty-three fantasy points in his first legitimate start. I would say. Yeah, it was. Do you see this coming? It was no, absolutely not. Um, I can I can say I definitely was not a Jordan Love fan, but I I was talking to some of my guys because I saw on first take that um Stephen A. Smith, Ryan Clark, all of them, they were Shane and Sharp. They were talking about how they thought Tua or one of them thought had Tua had the most impressive um, first week, but I really thought it was Jordan Love, honestly. Like, yeah, I really, I, I really I like that. I, he looked good out there. Like, he he looked he looked great out there. And if he can keep that, I mean, who knows? Yeah, I will say the one touchdown. It was uh essentially a dump off to Aaron Jones, and Jones yeah. did the rest of the work. But and also, Aaron Jones might be questionable. He is questionable. He had a yeah. hamstring injury directly after that touchdown. So next week they play the Falcons. Though, so I'll be honest. I tried to pick him up on waivers. I didn't get him because I won. This yeah. past week, but I mean, he might not be a bad start. I am not gonna yeah. lie; he might have Christian Watson back too. So, definitely, Love might be a sneak, a little sleeper. I bet. Going back to the fantasy football episodes I did before the season started, when we did sleepers, I mentioned Jordan Love as a sleeper. So, he has a chance to be fantasy relevant throughout the whole for season. sure, for sure. Yeah. So now. Now I'm going to skim through these next <laughs> two guys. 
the two rookie standouts that I picked. The first one was actually a very good standout. Anthony yeah. Richardson, who with the Colts, he had one passing touchdown, one interception, 223 passing yards. But he also had a rushing touchdown, which yeah. helped Deshaun Watson too. But he had a great game. I don't, did, did you see? Did you see him play against the Jaguars? I, I caught a little bit of it. A little bit of it. I was at work um, the past Sunday. Like I think I worked two to ten, honestly. No, two to nine. So I didn't really get to wow. see much of it. Yeah, much of anything. But um, I did see a little bit of him, and uh, he was he was definitely good. I was definitely shocked, but I I was getting a little um, Josh Allen vibes. Like, yeah, he's a big guy, but in the first game, he was putting his body out there like crazy. And yeah. it costed him, as you saw, he got, what, he got walked off the field on the last drive. Yeah. Which, I don't know. But, I mean, he was he was solid. I just think he got to tone down the rushing a little. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. The last guy I'm going to mention here, because I want to move on to the duds of the quarterback <laughs> position, C.J. Stroud, he had 10 points. Nothing too special, but, I mean, he threw for 242 passing yards, so I guess that says something. Maybe down the line he could be relevant. But yeah. moving on to the duds, Sam, this guy wasn't on my list, but you just mentioned him, and I made this list before Monday Night Football. So, But this guy kind of had a dud, too, Josh Allen. Yeah, the Bills. He only yep. had nine points in fantasy this week. Come on, what happened? <laughs> the Bills are just—I I don't even know what to think of the Bills. Honestly, they're such a hit or miss team, and they can go out and blow out a team, and then next week just get absolutely curb stomped. Um, <laughs> like it was—it was—they were playing Zach Wilson. Like, come on now. Yeah, I mean, can't be, can't be doing all that. Yeah, he threw three. Josh Allen threw three interceptions. Yeah, the same two guy. Jordan White. Yeah, Jordan Whitehead. He threw all of them too. Like, come on, come on. Yeah, and a fumble as well. Yeah, so that hurt him badly. Like, it's I don't know. I, I I really don't know what to say about the guy. Yeah, I mean, well, he does play against Vegas next week, so he's yeah. obviously a must-start guy every single week, as long yeah. as well as the next two guys we are going to mention. They're all must-starts, but bad week for Josh Allen. I'm oh, not for sure. Lie. Very bad week. But the next guy, this guy had an even worse week. Oh, yeah, this is bad. Oh, my God. Do you want, you want to talk about him real quick? Uh, yeah, actually, because he was uh, my starting quarterback. Oh, um, no. Yeah, so, yeah, Joe Burrow. I absolute piss poor, man. <laughs> like, what were you doing out there? You got paid. You are the highest paid, what, NFL player? NFL player? Yeah. yeah. And you go out and do that? Come on, bro. Come on. You. It, it was so, like, I felt disrespected. <laughs> like, I, I, like, how, I don't, I don't even understand. I understand that, like, I'm pretty sure he has some rocky starts, like, the first week. Um, oh, yeah, especially but, last year, but, Steelers. Yeah, but like, yeah, but, but like that. Come on, what do you? What, it was terrible. Tripping, yeah. Three point one eight. God awful. <laughs> he technically, technically, he had a clean game. No interceptions, no fumbles, <laughs> but not even a hundred passing yards. A, a clean game because he wasn't doing anything. I know it was so bad. 
And I actually have two more Bengals bust players on this list. Yeah. And they are a direct result of Joe Burrow. But next week he plays Baltimore. You kind of have to start him no matter what. But very bad week. So the next quarterback I want to talk about, another big dud here, Lamar Jackson of the Ravens. Man, what happened, Lamar? I mean, you're somebody who I wanted to draft. I really wanted For to draft sure. Lamar Jackson. For sure, me too. And and I settled with Deshaun Watson, and honestly, that yeah. might have been the better thing. But Lamar Jackson last week, he didn't throw any passing touchdowns. Actually, he had no touchdowns at all. He threw a pick, <laughs> and he had a fumble too now in this game off my memory there were three touchdowns scored by running backs in this game so they kind of stole from lamar but jordan against cincinnati next week would you you still confident oh i don't have lamar but i mean for people who do i mean he put up what what was it six Six points points against the texans Come on. I mean, yeah, I get it. You're running the ball. Um, like, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. would you say that Bengals defense? They're a good? better defense. They're a better defense. I mean, they're de- definitely a better defense, but. Yeah. I mean, Here's one thing, he's, too. He's still, he's, still under, he's still under roster. You got to yeah. throw him up there. Yeah. I missed the year where. You and I had this last year where we yeah. both had Lamar and Tua on our teams. Yes. I don't know how we pulled that, but it was incredible. Uh, it was beautiful. But Lamar Jackson will also have Mark Andrews most likely this upcoming yeah. week. So that That's can true. help him. But I, this I is definitely also, stay stardom. Yeah. This is not one thing. I always have a gripe with this, with fantasy, just in general. The projections every week. Like, yeah. Lamar Jackson had a terrible week, and he still projected 20 points. And then, like, he could have a dud again. Like... I hate yeah. the projections so much. They'll give my homes yeah. projected like 24 every week <laughs> or something like that. I, I hate it. I hate the QB projections. Never go off of projections alone. That nah. is something I would say. But that's my gripe there. Moving on. Another bust. If this guy, I would consider a starter in deep, in deeper leagues. And yeah. that is Daniel Jones. Whew. Bad game against the Dallas Awful Cowboys. Game. Awful, Awful game. Oh my god, this game was a it was a massacre. It That's was probably the best way to put it. I mean, he had two interceptions. He only had forty three rushing yards. He only threw for a hundred passing yards. Jeez, this is awful. I mean, I know some people start him. Like a buddy yeah. in my fourteen man league started him, and he did terrible. So, I mean, next week though. He plays Arizona. Arizona is also arguably. Would you consider Arizona the worst team in the league? Um, yeah, them or the Texans. There you go. Yeah, Absolutely. he plays Arizona next week. Daniel Jones, if you have him in a starting position, he does have a chance to rebound, though. I will say that. So for sure, probably is, probably is one of the best chances to rebound. But moving on, the next guy. This guy in my ten man league. He is my backup quarterback to Trevor <laughs> Lawrence. Geno Smith. I hate doing this because I think if you know me well enough at this point with the podcast, I'm a big WVU guy and Geno Smith, big WVU guy. So 
this I hate doing this, but Geno Smith is still a starter. He was the fifth best quarterback in fantasy football last season, and he had nine points this yeah. week against the Rams, too. Yeah, not a good I mean, look. I mean, I'll ask you this, just beyond fantasy. Would you expect the Rams to beat the Seahawks week one? Nope. Mm-mm. Not at all. Yeah. Rams are arguably top five worst teams. I agree. I do. They've lost so, like, everybody. I don't. I don't understand. I don't. Know. I hope Gino can put on the performance he did last season. But I feel like that's all that's coming. That it's a slight trend downhill. Yeah, I could agree be just week one, but yeah, week two he plays the Lions, so that could be a potential shootout there. So it could, it could, or we'll could see. end in the Lions spanking them. <laughs> Oh, man. But the last dud on the QB list, this guy had the worst performance. I don't know who <laughs> would start him, but yeah, not anymore. No, <laughs> I'll say that. Not at all. Ryan Tannehill with a solid 2.42 fantasy points, three interceptions, nothing on the ground, only 198 passing yards. <laughs> Quick thoughts about him. What do you, oh, what do you think? <laughs> He's so butt. Ryan Tannehill <laughs> might just need to retire. Really? You're getting that? Far. I mean, it's just if if he got traded or like if he becomes a free agent, I don't see anyone picking him up. Who would want yeah. him? I don't like, know. I he's feel just bad. Not it. He's just not yeah. a good quarterback anymore. I don't believe so. I feel bad because if Carlin was in this episode, he drafted Tannehill as his backup quarterback. I told him to as well because oh, oh well, here's, here's the thing that sucks because I told him to draft Gina Smith. I told him to wait. But then again, he stacked up on other positions, okay. which he did a very good job with. Okay. But he got Gina Smith as a starter and Ryan Tannehill as his backup. And both of them were duds That's this so week. so tragic. Then again, it's week one. It's week yeah. one. Who knows? But Moving on, running backs. The top running backs I have, I actually put the whole duo down because both of them play very well. And actually, in my 14-man league, I own both of these guys. Austin Eckler with 26 fantasy points and Josh Kelly with 15 fantasy points. Eckler, Uh... Eckler I drafted with my first pick in round one. He won me last year. He is just... Great. He had over 100 rushing yards. Kelly actually did very well, too. Both of them had a rushing touchdown. Eckler, though, was more involved in the receiving game as well, which Eckler has always been that threat. But this duo, man, I mean, they got Kellen Moore from the Dallas Cowboys, and he liked to split it with Zeke and Pollard. So we're kind of seeing that here. But, Jordan, do you own Eckler in any of your leagues? You do? Yes, 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 I do. And I'm so glad I picked him up. Absolute stud. Absolute stud it. wagon. I love it. I love to see it. Yeah. He uh he he really uh carried my one league. Really got me through that win. So thanks yeah. for that. The only thing though with Eckler is he is questionable this week. Definitely yeah. ankle injury. So we'll see how monitor Yeah, monitor his health, but you should have Josh Kelly on your team. If you are an Austin Eckler owner, try to get Josh Kelly because yeah. he proved he can get points. So for sure, if you got if you're an Eckler owner, 
get Josh Kelly. But moving on, I hate doing this guy because he <laughs> torched my Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, yes. Oh, this, yes, he did. this was a hard watch. He had a fantastic game. I cannot deny it. That is CMC Christian McCaffrey. I really don't want to talk about this guy. So, Jordan, do you have any thoughts on him? Um, yeah, he torched y'all. I mean, <laughs> he really did torch y'all. It was bad. Um, and I think he's going to continue torching people. Yeah. I mean, he's just he's just solid, really. Like, yeah. nothing really else about it. He's a solid... He's a solid running back. He, he does it all. Yeah. I will say, though, he wasn't that involved in the receiving game this past no. week. Only three catches for 17 yards, but he absolutely dominated on the ground. For 152 sure. rushing yards. Shout out to Ray Ray McLeod for the big block that allowed McCaffrey <laughs> to score. I can't believe I'm saying that. But he's a weekly start. But moving on. This guy is interesting because he's also questionable at the moment, to my knowledge. Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers had 26. Yeah, I read that right. 26 fantasy points. He was great. He trying to find his name right now. Oh, my God. I don't see his name. But he had two touchdowns. One of them was a receiving touchdown. Long one, too. But after the end of that receiving touchdown, he hurt his hamstring. So. Yes. Big story to follow right there. I am trying to find... Where is this guy? I am trying... Does he, like, not exist? I am on the fantasy football app. Aaron Jones. There he is. He's at the dead bottom. Okay. He is... Okay, my app is weird. He is questionable right now. That is the last thing. I wanted to see if he was still questionable. But (laughs) if he... Aaron Jones is always inconsistent, though. I feel like in fantasy. Yeah. He will win you a week, he'll win you a week, and then he'll lose you a week, too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but we'll see with him. The next guy on my list, this is somebody who Dan has, I believe, Tony Pollard of the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. Are yeah. you are you on the Cowboys I... support team? Do you think their offense is doing well? Right now, I don't care what they're doing. I don't care if they <laughs> goes what seventeen and zero. It don't yep. matter. They're losing first round in playoffs. If not first <laughs> round, it will be the second round. I don't care. I don't care how good they do. They are not a playoff team. Uh, the lights man. get too bright for them. Facts, I'm but I mean, I... they definitely had a solid Monday night performance. Sunday night, so yeah, Sunday night. Yeah. Um, I mean, they look great out there, but no hope. Yeah, Tony Pollard with a big week. He had two rushing touchdowns along with 17, not 17, 70 <laughs> rushing yards. So good week by Tony Pollard. He's the bell cow for that team now with no more Zeke. But we'll get right through the next guys. Travis Etienne, another good performance there. He had 21.4 fantasy points. Very solid running back in my opinion. I'm not going to talk sure. much about him. Any thoughts you have with Etienne? Um, no, I mean... He performed as he should. Nothing really special about it. He's always been a solid running back. Yeah. Yeah. I will I will say Tank Bigsby, the uh, backup yeah, running back, Tank. scored. He scored a touchdown. So that took away from ETN's day. But the last two running backs I have here on the studs, I grouped them together because both of them had great 
weeks. Tyler Algier, of all people, and Bijan Robinson, both kind of split carries in a way, and both of them had over 20 points. Algier had 24, Bijan had 20. Man, is well, let me ask you, Jordan. Do you think Algier is a weekly starter after this week? No. No. You say no? No, I don't think so. I mean, he was – I think he was pretty mid last year. Yeah, he had 1,000 rushing yards. Oh, my fault. But in fantasy, <laughs> fantasy-wise, I don't think okay, he was all fantasy. that in fantasy. That's what I meant in fantasy-wise. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, he wasn't really all that. I mean, if he keeps it up, yeah, sure. But, I mean, I don't – He's not a typical running, um, a fantasy running back. Yeah, I agree with you. But and I, I, I had, uh, I had Bijan in my dynasty league. Okay. I think I think I actually surprisingly took him first round. Um, I feel like that's because cool. yeah, it was because a lot of, I think a decent amount of quarterbacks are being taken just because it was a dynasty league. Or at least I know Patrick Mahomes was swept off pretty quickly, but um, yeah, he was he was there, and I took him because I mean, in my dynasty league, I'll have him for the next I don't know how many years. Yeah, great. Yeah, I like it. I, it was a, it was a good choice, honestly. Yeah, I do like Bijan a lot. He was proven to be effective. The only way I like Algier going forward as not just a handcuff to Bijan is if if he can start reminding me of Ezekiel Elliott from last season being a consistent one touchdown per game type of guy. You can get like at least 10 points a game. Then I think he's a viable starter in these formats, but good performance. Oh yeah. Let's skim right through the duds, man. There were some big names here for the duds. First one, this guy. Yeah. Yeah. He was Sunday night, so I didn't add him late. Saquon Barkley. Not a good week for Saquon. Nine points for him. Yeah, he's very quiet. Nothing spectacular, especially for an RB one that you would yeah. draft. Yeah. Um. It's just I, I don't know. I think I think I I, I I don't know if I want to put it really on him. I think the Giants just generally had such a bad game. That O line is absolutely dog water. Like <laughs> it might be the worst O line I've ever witnessed in my lifetime. It, it was so bad. Daniel Jones had literally 0.5 seconds to react before someone came running at him. Um, <laughs> and of course, uh, whatever running back you have on a team, it doesn't matter if that O line is good or not. Like. I, yeah. I don't think I've really seen a running back do so well in a season when they have a piss poor line. Yeah. So, like, they got to fix that O line, or Saquon is not going to be it this year. I agree. I will say with Saquon, though, kind of like Daniel Jones, he has a chance to redeem himself against the Cardinals. So, yeah. Still starting. But coming up next, we got Damian Pierce. Only 6.7 fantasy points for somebody who was hyped a lot last year, but still a good momentum. Yeah. Very big dud here. He did nothing in this game. He didn't. Um, That's also because the Texans did absolutely nothing. But, yeah. Actually, I think I have his backup in one of my leagues. Singletary? 
Yes, Singletary. I'm about to drop him low key. Um, <laughs> I'm probably about to drop him. Considering if they can't if they can't get him to work with their first running back, what's Singletary gonna do? True. Like, there's Very. really no point. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, they may figure it out. He was he was pretty solid last year. He was he, he was he was pretty solid, but I don't know. First week jitters, I guess. Yeah, I was not. I did not want to draft him. I had no desire. No, I, to I had him. no intention on taking him either. Yeah, he only had 38 rushing yards on 11 attempts. That is very yeah, poor for an RB one. Absolutely. Yeah, I would I'd start him with caution next week. But another guy who would start with caution next week. I have him in my 10 man league as my RB two. Rashad White. And Dan also has him as well. Yeah. He and I were both very disappointed with Rashad White. Yeah. 17 carries for 39 rushing yards. Yeah. Two receptions um, kind of saved him a bit. I, I think, like, I just don't think they're running the ball like that. Yeah. They, they were putting it more in Baker's hands. Yeah. And, and letting him throw. Yeah. Uh, but... Hopefully they can find his groove. Hopefully he can. I mean, it's kind of hard to fill uh, Fournette's shoes like that. Yeah, but I liked Rashad White last year, too. He got some yeah. action. But I will say this, though, with Rashad White, he is the lead back, and he really is the only main back on that team. So that's the one positive with him going forward. Yeah. But moving on. Can't believe I'm saying this too. Well, then again, this was expected. I I knew this would happen. That's why I avoided Steelers players in fantasy football. Najee Harris, he had five points, six carries, which six carries is pathetic. Matt Canada, just know that six carries for 31 rushing yards, two catches. <laughs> That is pathetic, Matt Canada. Absolutely pathetic. You have to give him at least 10 to 20 carries a game. Ideally, in a perfect world, Najee Harris gets 15 to 20 carries. Warren gets 5 to 10 carries. That should be happening. Not 6 by Najee Harris. <sighs> now, for fantasy purposes, I'm scared to start him every single week. I know some people probably have to, but... yeah. I'm not one of those people because I didn't draft him on purpose because I knew this would happen. But Najee Harris, he plays the Browns next week. The Browns did great on defense. I would avoid him unless you are forced to. So I had to rant there about Najee Harris. I'm sorry, but it's respectable. Yeah. Next guy. Another bus. Don't worry. Actually, we got a couple more bus, but Josh Jacobs, another bust. 9.1 points. I have him in one of my leagues. Do you have him I, in any of yours? Yes, I do. I do have him in one of my leagues. Um, it was definitely a sore sight to see. Um, I think he's in my main league. Uh, yeah, he is. He's paired up with Eckler, so thank God Eckler uh, saved it there. Wow. You got but Eckler and Jacobs. I do. I did. Wow. I did get them both. Yes. Yes. On paper, was, that's nice. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But. Yeah, on paper it is, until you look at the week one. But, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. They they had Jimmy out there throwing bombs. Yeah. Um, but I think I think he'll improve. I think he'll do better. Yeah. I will say with Jacobs, 
Jacobs had 19 carries, though. I think the Denver yeah. defense just did a great job in stuffing him. He had a lot of yeah. goal line opportunities, too, to get a touchdown, but the Broncos' defense really held him in check. Therefore, Jimmy G decided to produce, and one of those guys he produces, too, we will mention in the wide receivers. But wrapping up the duds, I don't want to talk too long about these three. Jamal Williams the starting running back for the New Orleans Saints and plays for Alvin Kamara, only had seven points. Did you start him in any leagues? Kamara? Nah, Wait, Williams. Oh, Williams. Williams. Oh, Kamara's out for three no, weeks. Yeah, I know, I know. I was going to say, because I have him in two of my leagues. I was so confused. But no, I did not start Jamal Williams. No. I, uh, I had him last year, but I, I just didn't grab him. I mean, I don't know. I think he's got to figure out the Saints. Um, yeah. He's only I, got... I really wasn't worried about grabbing him. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. He was a stud last year for sure. Yeah, but... he's only got two more weeks as the starter before Kamara comes back. Yeah. So thank God, I need Kamara yeah. back. Another guy, I don't even want to talk about him that much. I'm just gonna briefly say his name, Deion Jackson, for the Colts. He was their starting running back. Only at three point eight points he fumbled to not a good performance but the last guy yeah. last guy on this list the only reason why i put him on the dud list is because he was projected 11.5 fantasy points this past week and he only had one point and that's deandre swift and deandre swift wasn't even the starter in this game it was kenneth gainwell so i feel bad <laughs> yeah. for anybody who <laughs> started swift um this week. i had him oh in uh, one i don't know if i started him though uh, I know I have him though. Let me let yeah. me let me try real quick. Uh, did I start him? Yeah. But yeah, oh, I did have him. him. I'm huh. going. I think I'm pretty sure I will be starting him. Maybe I've thought about it because um, I'm pretty sure Kenneth Gainwell's out. Yep, you are correct. So yeah, I'm pretty sure he's out, and I might put him up there. Maybe. I I will say though I would consider starting DeAndre Swift this week because Gainwell's out. But knowing Nick Sirianni, good old Boston Scott's probably going to score touchdowns. So. Yeah, most likely. Yeah, stay clear of him if you can. Studs for the wide receivers now. The wide receiver position a lot more exciting compared to the other two positions. Honestly, Tyree yeah. Kill. Oh my God, forty-four and a half points yeah, this week off. by Tyree Kill. Oh my God, I mean. He's going for two thousand receiving yards. He's going. Oh, uh, he, he's 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 hitting it. He might. He might. As long as Tua stays healthy. Yeah, I would say. But he's pretty self-explanatory. Start him every single week, even against New England. I would say, even against New England. But he had two hundred and fifteen receiving yards and two receiving touchdowns. Great performance yeah. by him. Pretty self-explanatory. Another guy. <sighs> Why am I saying this, man? But this guy <laughs> torched the Steelers' defense. I I was not expecting this. I will not lie. I was not expecting this onslaught by Brandon Ayuk this week. He had 32 fantasy points. Yeah. He torched Patrick Peterson. I mean, yeah, he owned him. Yeah, it, it was it was a, it was bad. It was I thought so bad. I thought it would have been. I had Debo, um, and I thought it would have been Debo torching him, but. I was wrong. Debo only had like ten points, I think. Yeah, he almost I mean, made the dub list. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he he was pretty mid. Mid, I'll say, but, but yeah, 
Uh, he he torched him. He went crazy. Yeah. I will say, in order to make the dud list, you have to at least be under 10 points. Yeah. So, Debo survived the dud list. For now. But, yeah. But Brandon Ayuk, though, weekly starter. I know many people that benched him because they were not expecting this. So definitely start him every single week. But next guy, you are very familiar with this guy from the Patriot days. And this surprised me as well. Same as Brandon Ayuk. Jacoby Myers. Yes. Yes. 29 fantasy points. Absolute stud. I had him on the bench. Um, in one of my leagues, I didn't, I didn't really put him up there. I didn't think he was going to do all that, but, uh, I might think about starting him in the next couple of weeks if he gets cleared. I mean, he, I think he was seeing, he was seeing, he was seeing stars out there when he got hit. Yeah. He suffered a concussion. And as we're yeah. recording this, he's questionable. He did not participate yeah. in practice in Wednesday. So that's yeah. not a good sign. No, it's but, not. When he comes back, though, he is arguably the wide receiver two next to Devontae for Adams. Sure. For sure, he. So I mean, starting... he was good on the. He was good on the Patriots. So, yeah, yeah, he was consistent. This looked better than anything he ever did with the for Patriots. Sure. That is true. This week, but next guy on the list, and this guy, he emerged just as I predicted when I drafted him, Calvin Ridley of the Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence's new number one weapon. He was being drafted below Christian Kirk in some drafts. That's what they were projecting. And I was like, nope, Calvin Ridley's wide receiver one. He did <laughs> not lose a sweat from two years ago. Nah. I'm drafting him. I drafted him as my wide receiver two. And now mm. he's my wide receiver one. So my wide receiver one, by the way, is Jalen Waddle. But he did not qualify for the dub list. But Calvin Ridley had 24 fantasy points. Great performance by him. Double-digit targets, too, which yes. is a very promising sign. So, going forward, weekly starter right there. But the next guy, I mean, I feel like he's going to be on this list almost every single week. Do you have him in any of your leagues? Were you able to get uh, him? No. Justin Jefferson? I was, not, I, was not high, I was not high enough up there to grab him. Yeah. He, he was my stud last year. Absolute stud. But not this year, sadly. Yeah, he. I feel like you would only have Jefferson if you had the number one overall pick, and I had, I I did have the number one overall pick in my ten man league, so I did get yes. Jefferson. So yes. I'm very speaking, happy. Speaking about Jefferson, I had his backup, uh, Jordan Addison. True, he's yeah. on our list too. Oh, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that. Yeah, rookie oh, standout. Yeah, 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 yeah. My fault, my fault, my fault. Are right, you skipping ahead, my man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just say him right now. Jordan Addison had 16 fantasy points. Yes. I have him on my bench in my 14 man league. Damn, I had him. I had him starting in one of my leagues. I, I had hope. I had hope. He was a flex, but I had hope. Yeah. He did me I've, right. He did me right. Jordan Addison and our breakouts for fantasy or sleeper picks. I had Jordan Addison as my, one of my top guys because I compared yeah. his rookie season to Jefferson's in his situation. So, get on that train right now. Get For on that sure. Jordan Addison train. But moving on, two more guys to mention in the studs: Michael Pittman Jr., mm. a guy with Anthony Richardson as his quarterback. I did not expect this at all. He had twenty-three fantasy points with yeah. a touchdown too. I so. I had him in one of my leagues. Um, I didn't I didn't really expect it either, but I was hoping he'd go off, and he did. 
Yeah, I great performance though. I did see I was reading something on the fantasy page to tread with him, tried to trade him at his highest value. Somebody said because a lot of his targets apparently came in the second half of the game or like the last quarter of the mm. game. So if you do it, Michael Pittman, if he's got great value right now, he's got excellent value. He does. Maybe try to trade him. Somebody who was a dud this week, like some of these duds we're going to mention soon, maybe try to get one of them for Michael Pittman. That's it true. Be worth it in the long run. But last guy, I'm going to mention him very briefly so we can move on to the duds. Zay Flowers, rookie for the Baltimore Ravens. He had a great week. He had 17 fantasy points, had 10 targets, too. Now, this was without Mark Andrews as well, so take it with a grain of salt. But Zay Flowers was the wide receiver one on the Baltimore Ravens. It was not OBJ, who OBJ, spoiler, is in the duds. But Zay Flowers, great week one. We'll see what he does against the Bengals. I would start... If he was on your bench, start him if you're desperate, but wait a week. See how he does against the Bengals. But... Moving on to the duds before we get to our break. The first dud, I was talking about Calvin Ridley. is the guy who people thought would do better, Christian Kirk. <laughs> what happened? 1.9 in fantasy. Did you draft this guy? Just out nope. of curiosity. No, no. Good no. stuff. I was yeah. away from him. I think that's Calvin funny with... Ridley coming? No, I'm, I'm not yeah. doing all that. The thing that's funny with Christian Kirk is he also got outplayed by Zay Jones by a big margin, too. Yeah. Zay, Zay Jones had, like, 15, 16 fantasy points, too. So, to be honest with you, I would bench Christian Kirk next week. I would. Yeah. if if Unless you have no other option, I would bench him. I mean, that's... I mean, they play the Chiefs. So, I think Trent McDuffie is their slot corner, so... I would consider benching Christian Kirk unless you are forced to start him. Yeah. But moving on, the Bengals duo I put in the duds list. Just (laughs) both of them. T. Higgins, somebody who I avoided in every single draft. I refused to draft T. Higgins, and I also refused to draft Jamar Chase for good reason because both of them are in the dud list. T. Higgins, zero points. Jamar Chase, Nine points. Wow. You know what? You know what? Another what? one. Add another one. Tyler Boyd. Add Tyler another Boyd. one. Zero points. Zero Zero. Points. He was in one of my leagues. Zero. I'm done. Oh, I don't my. think I had him starting, but he was in one of my leagues. Done. Zero yeah. points. What are you doing out there, man? I mean, obviously you're going to start Higgins and Chase again against the Ravens. It was a rain game, though in Cleveland, but yeah. it was also a terrible game by Joe Burrow, and we yeah. already mentioned him, but for your fantasy team's sake, hopefully these guys rebound, because Jamar Chase people were drafting early. I refused yeah, he to draft was, him. He was early. I refused. I, did, no. I feared him for this yeah. reason, but yeah. moving on, next guy, who might have been another product of the rain, Amari Cooper, only at six fantasy points, and I started him in my 10-man league. Thankfully, it did not come to hurt me. But, yeah, not a big game by him. But next week, he plays Pittsburgh. So, Ooh, you, you I'm might... starting him again. Yeah. Uh, I'm, 
it's between him or Zay Flowers for me. But I want to see Zay Flowers do one more good game before I put him in my lineup. So yeah. I'm rocking Cooper again. But the next guy, real quick, I'll mention him. OBJ, only five fantasy points. Zay Flowers dominated. Yeah. I'd be scared, OBJ owners. Are you an OBJ owner? Absolutely not. Perfect. I, I know, I know, I know well enough to know not to not to pick him up. <laughs> no. Yeah, but I would fear starting OBJ too. I would not start him with confidence until he yeah. proves himself. But next guys, I'm gonna really skim through them for time's sake. First guy, DJ Moore. Very disappointing week. Only four fantasy points. The thing that made me mad the most, though, was that he was only targeted twice this whole game. Somebody who... I was talking about this on the radio. Somebody who the Panthers traded to get the first round pick, the first overall pick, so the Bears got him. Yeah. And they did nothing with him. This is supposed to be the guy who would help Justin Fields as a passer, and they did nothing with him. This was sad to see. And... You're going to be forced to start him next week, probably, unless you have better options. But yeah, tragic for DJ Moore. But last two guys, Mike Williams had eight fantasy points. He is the definition of inconsistent. He might have been injured at one point in this game, though. So take that with a grain of salt. And the final guy, Brandon Cooks, only had four fantasy points. He also might have gotten injured, too, in this game. I can't fully confirm that. He's questionable right now. But... Those were the duds for the wide receivers. So when we come back from the break, we will go through the studs and duds of the tight ends, the kickers. Yeah, I got the kickers. I will not forget about them. The defenses, and we will go through the waiver wire and the best players to pick up when we come back. Welcome back, everyone, from the break. We will now move into the tight ends. And I will say this. This is not a good week for tight ends. A very bad week. But there were a couple studs, I would say. A couple. But the first stud I have, I have on this list, I'm actually going to let you talk about him. Because he is a patriot. Hunter Henry had 16 fantasy points. Thoughts yeah. on Hunter um, I didn't really expect that, to be honest. He did have some breakout games last year, but with their new addition of Mike Isecki, I, I was kind of shocked to see him get so many points. To be honest, I thought a decent, I thought a little more throws were going to be towards Mike Isecki, but I wasn't complaining. Um, I still would be cautious, um, either if you have them. Or if you're thinking about picking him up, I'd still be a little cautious um, because he is splitting with Mike Isecki, who's also another pretty pretty good court, uh, t- tight end. I like it. I like it. So, I yeah, will say. It, w- it was a breakout game for him, though. Hopefully it turns into a normal standard. Yeah. According to the Fantasy app, there was summer buzz with Hunter Henry. So. Yeah. That's interesting, but I actually picked him up this week on waivers. I did. I dropped Jawan Johnson for Hunter Mm. Henry to be my backup, though, on my starter this week. 
But moving on, the other guy that did pretty well for himself, Hayden Hurst of the Carolina Panthers. He was on waivers this week for me in my 14-man league. Actually, as I'm recording this, surely that's my bigger league right there. I think he got picked up in my smaller, or my even bigger league. Uh, He had 15 fantasy points. He Yeah. He had a touchdown. He had like five or six catches off the top of my head. But good week for Hayden Hurst. Honestly, yeah, it was. Yeah, not bad if it you had to pick him up. Week. Yeah, yeah, pick him up definitely. But the next guys really aren't that great. But I had to mention them. T.J. Hawkinson had double digits. He had eleven fantasy points for his game. But I don't know, it wasn't great. And then. The last two guys, Evan Ingram had 9.9, and Cole Komet had 9.4. But yeah. there really isn't much to talk about with the studs. No. Any other stud that you think I missed? Um, I was I was struggling <laughs> to find studs. Not really. Um, most of the tight ends did pretty piss poor. Yeah, I I, can, I cannot lie. So, yeah, yeah I mean, if you you mentioned yeah you yeah I I really can tell you. Yeah, so yeah, the only two standouts were Hunter Henry and Hayden Hurst. Both were probably available on waivers in most of your leagues. So yeah, give them consideration, but I wouldn't start either of them. If you still have a very good tight end and as your starter, I would put them as your backup for now. Yeah. I would not rush them into your lineups because you got to see some consistency with some of these guys. But moving on to the duds, the first thing I put down for duds is the majority of tight ends. Yeah, basically. It really, it was just a bad week for tight ends. Like, I had George Kittle in my one league. He had four points. <laughs> I had David Njoku in one league. Yep. I same. think he also had... Njoku had four I points. It, yeah, it was bad. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad for everybody, really. Uh, three guys, though, that I want to point out in particular. Dallas Goddard had zero fantasy points with only one target in the whole game, which is pathetic. <laughs> Absolutely pathetic. Now, Absolutely terrible. Yeah. Now, Nick Sirianni did mention it after the game that that is also unacceptable, too. So, oh, it was. Yeah. Hopefully. Dallas Goddard can get more involved because you will probably be starting him no matter what yeah. in your fantasy league. But the next guy I have on the list, this was the backup for Mark Andrews. Yeah, Mark Andrews didn't start this week. Isaiah yeah. Likely. Now, last season, he was a rookie, and he did very well in relief, in my opinion. Yeah. Very talented. Uh, have any thoughts on Likely? <laughs> um... I could say he's likely to not join my fantasy team. <laughs> I love at it. All. Um, I love it. There's really no reason to have him. Doesn't yeah? Mark Andrew comes back next week. Yeah, I mean, he could he could be on your bench, but yeah, he it, only it just wasn't a good look for him. Yeah, he only has value when he's uh the when Mark Andrews is out. But yeah, this basically. was this was very bad for. Him stepping in wasn't yeah, even was. targeted either, except that one catch. Yeah. But the last guy, I only put him on here. There's many guys that could have been on here, but this was sad for me because this guy helped yeah. me win fantasy last year. 
Dalton yeah. Schultz. Yep, I had him too. You had him too. Oh yeah, he was on. He was on the starting roster. Oh no. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. I was. I was not very happy about it. Not very happy about his performance. Yeah. Too fancy. But, I mean, yeah, it's still. He's still gonna be there. Um, maybe. Maybe. I put a Henry Henry Hunter Henry in for him, but I don't know. Yeah. I I have to wait to see. Yeah, he is now on the Houston Texans, so not yes. a good look. Absolutely not, not. Absolutely not. If if you drafted him as your starter, I would look for Hunter Henry or Hayden Hurst, honestly. Yeah. yeah. That's a guy who you could replace with one of those tight ends. But for sure. Let's get away from the gloomy tight end position and <laughs> I want to talk about the first stud on this list. Oh, here we defense. go. Here, here we, we go. go, baby. Here we go. I will say this. I drafted them as my first defense. I was I told Carlin to draft them. He did. Because I know every year they're going to do great. They have great defense. It did not even get worse over the offseason. It got better. I'm talking about the Cowboys defense, baby. The past two fantasy seasons, they have been my defense along with the Patriots, but I was not able to get them this year. But I got the Cowboys, and... In my 10-man league, I was down by 10 points. All I had left was the Cowboys' defense. Guess what? I destroyed that week. They blew it out the park. 35 fantasy points for a defense. I believe that is the second-best performance in all of fantasy this week. Wow. Wow. It went to a defense. The second-best fantasy performance went to a defense. That's That's crazy. crazy. If you... Okay. First off, if there's any league where the Cowboys defense is available, if you're in any six man league for or some something reason, like that. For some yeah. reason if the Cowboys Yeah, if they're available, have them on your team. Start them next week against the New York Jets with Zach Wilson as the quarterback. Start the Cowboys defense. That is that is something I probably said in the previous fantasy episodes. Yeah. To draft the Cowboys defense. And we did the defense episode. Were you a part of the defense episode? Yes, I was. While back? Yes, yeah. I was. We, we ranked the Cowboys defense very high in general. Yes, we did. We did. So have them on your team. They never drop them. Never. But yeah. moving on to other stud defenses. And this one I did not have on the list at first. And then I was just looking. I'm like, oh, my God, I completely forgot them. The Cardinals' defense. It's crazy. It's crazy. I, I, mean, I didn't expect that. I did not expect that. They had 20 fantasy points. <laughs> I bet not one roster had them starting. I bet nobody did. There's just no way. No way. But when the Cardinals are playing a bad team or a worse team, consider it. 20 fantasy points. So... I wouldn't say pick them up next week against the Giants. I would not say that. But the Cardinals had 20 fantasy points. They got on the stud list. So, congrats. This might be the only time the Cardinals make it on the list. Yeah. So, (laughs) we will see. But the next team, I had to add them after Monday. I made this list on Monday. I had to add them on Tuesday. The Jets defense slash Mm -hmm. special teams, technically, too. When I mention defense, I also mean special teams. Uh, they had 20 fantasy points. 
Yes, they did. They did. Any thoughts on the Jets' defense now from you? Um, I always thought they were a solid defense, for sure. Um, I mean, there's nothing really much to say. It was, it was again, they were playing a piss-poor Bills team. Oh, man. Now, that could have been that could have been because the Jets were just like that. Their defense was actually just like that. But, yeah. I mean, it was a good, it was a good, it was a good, it was a good game for them. Yeah, I will say, I'll say the Jets really grew on me in this game in terms of their defense. Because yeah. I probably ranked them in the defensive episode, not very high, but I definitely ranked them off of potential. And they proved their potential very much in this game against the Bills, too. So. Yes, they did. Great game by the Jets' defense, and they are going to have to carry. Next week, they play the Cowboys, so that's not very exciting, though, I would say. Yeah. But don't drop the Jets' defense, I would say. Don't drop them. No. But proceed with caution. Streaming teams do exist. I will mention streaming teams later, but have the Jets' defense on your team. But the next three defenses, I'll just skim by them quickly because they're nothing special, but they made it on the list. The 49ers defense. Oh my God. Why do I keep talking about the 49ers? Uh, they had 14 points against the Steelers defense. They probably would have had more if uh, that two-minute drill by Kenny Pickett didn't exist. So, And if Fred Warner caught that Pickett pass that he should have intercepted, the Niners defense could have more. But Niners are a weekly team that you can start. They play the Rams next week, and... While I will mention, there were Rams wide receivers that I did not mention yet, but I tried to keep yeah. some. I tried to keep some players on the waiver section because I think they would fit more there. But yeah. I kind of broke that rule when it came to Hunter Henry <laughs> and Jordan Love. But they'll be mentioned again later. But Niners defense start them next week, probably. Last two teams, Jaguars had 13 fantasy points against the Colts, but they do play the Kansas City Chiefs, so I would avoid the Jaguars defense this upcoming week and the Green Bay Packers had 14 fantasy points against the Chicago Bears and they play the Falcons this upcoming week I would not be too optimistic because I like the Falcons running game so yeah proceed with caution with the Packers but real quick the duds of uh, the defense also, also real quick real quick, real quick. you got um, somebody um can you check the Saints defense. The Saints defense? Because they did pretty well for me. But I I got you. Because I from in my league or in my app, they had twenty one, but I know it's different on sleep. Yeah. So they had a good week too. I think the reason why they weren't on the list is because the other teams technically had more points. They had twelve oh. fantasy points. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Alright, alright. Yeah. They had a good week. Right. But yeah. wasn't I good enough. I know, I know on list. Sleeper they'd rank it different. So uh, yeah, yeah, they had twelve fantasy points. Good week by the Saints. I always will say this though: you brought up the Saints. That's a good mention because the Saints going into the draft. I know they had they have one of the easiest schedules in fantasy. Yeah, I've seen so, that. That's why I picked them up. That my strategy was in the draft. If I couldn't get the Cowboys defense, I would get the Saints defense. Yeah, and yeah, it worked out in my favor. But yeah, For Saints sure. defense. Have them on your team, like Jordan said. But, mm -hmm. real quick, the duds. Let me ask you. You see the list I'm looking at. Did you have oh, any of these 
Did you have any of these defenses? Nope. I did not. Good. I the first one. Single one. Yeah. <laughs> the first defense, negative points. The Dolphins, minus one. <laughs> oh, no. I mean. It was it was a shootout in that game, to be it fair. It was a shootout. They were just throwing bombs. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. both of the teams are on there, on that Dutch list. Yeah, we'll get to the other team. But I will say, though, with the Dolphins, they they did win the game at the end. They shut down yeah. Justin Herbert at the end of the game. But that did not help them in their fantasy purposes. But yeah. why did I put this next team on the list? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> the Steelers' defense is on the list of duds mm-hmm. again. Oh, my God. Again. Uh, three fantasy points for the Steelers' defense. I was expecting a little bit more. I thought. I thought maybe they could make Brock Purdy's life miserable, but TJ Watt nope. did. TJ Watt did. He made Brock Purdy's life miserable on multiple yeah. occasions, but he was also he was also the only guy that made his life miserable. So yep. bummer for the Steelers. They play yeah. they play the Browns next week. So and isn't um isn't Cameron Hayward out? Yep, he is yeah, on IR. Nice. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. He will be out for at least four weeks, potentially yeah, more. That's, so. that's not good at all. And yeah, also you, Deontay yeah. Johnson Deontay, yeah. is out. You might want to yeah. stay away from that defense for a, a decent bit. Yeah. We'll see how they do against the Browns, though. I'd keep them. We'll see how they do against the Browns. That that game against the Browns will be very telling about the Steelers' offense and yeah. the Steelers' defense, I Basically. would say. Yeah, but next two teams... This one surprised me. The Seahawks defense minus two. I mean, yeah, not a not a good game at all for them. Not a good game at all for the Seahawks defense, which I praised a lot in the off season. Yeah, and they got spanked by the Rams. They really did. But the last team you already kind of mentioned them: the Chargers defense minus five fantasy points. <laughs> Come on. If you started them, I feel for you. Oh, my God. But moving on now, we will get through these guys quickly. The kickers. I want to mention this guy first because this guy won me a fantasy league a year or two ago. (laughs) And former Patriot, Nick Folk. Absolute stud. Man. Why did you guys get rid of him? Why did you get rid of him? Um... I think he was too old for us. Don't matter. It's we, a kicker. We, we like youth. We like youth. We, we like to one. We like to keep kickers for a long time, and then we like youth. Like we had Steven right. Goskowski for what? How many years? So many years. Exactly, and then we traded him because well, he's getting older. We had other options. It's just kind of what we do. Who do you got right now? Um, I don't know. Oh, either no, it's not Ryland. I don't know why I was thinking Ryland. Um, you don't even know your kicker. Uh, you don't even know your kicker. Come on, bro. Um, I didn't really get time to watch the game. Sad. It, it's, it's a kicker. At least I knew Nick was off. It. I don't Sad. think it's. I don't think it's Jake Moody either. <laughs> oh um, no, that's the Niners kicker. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's Moody's. Isn't wait, no, Moody. Um, someone. Oh, my. Okay, oh, figure it is, that it out. is Rylan. It is Rylan. Boom. I did know Rylan. who it was. Chad Rylan. I knew it. Took I knew you it. a whole minute to get that. I knew it, but I knew it. 
but I knew it. Oh. I was wrong. It was Ty Brown. Oh. See, come on up. Come on now. Well, do you want to know something about? Said. Do you want to know something about him? He didn't even what? make the stud list. So, well, he, he ain't did that he make, good. Did he make the dud list? He did not. So, boom, we're fine with that. We're fine with that. Okay, okay. Moving on, Jake Elliott of the Eagles. He had 18 fantasy points. Great kicker. Start him every week. Same thing with Nick Folk. Start him every week. Uh, Jason Sanders, he had 14 fantasy points. Jason Sanders was actually on waivers in some leagues. So, if your kicker did not do well, pick up Jason Sanders, I would say. Uh, Cameron Dicker. Had 12 fantasy points in my 10-man league. He was available in waivers. So, like I said, if your kicker's not good, pick up Dicker the kicker. So That's a wild That's what they call him. That's what they call him. So, uh, last guy on the plus side, Brett Maher, who was the best kicker in fantasy last season with the Mm -hmm. Cowboys. Now with the Broncos, he had 13 fantasy points. He's a stud. So... Yeah, he's on the Cow. Wait, no. Yeah, he's on the Broncos. Is he? I want to make sure he's on the Broncos. Do you even know? Uh, do you even know stuff, bro? Bro, I know my. I. I, I... I got you. you I got you. I got okay. you. Nope. I'm pulling it up. He was on the Broncos, but then they got rid of him, and he went to the Rams. Oh. Uh, okay. He moved on. teams. He moved. He Broncos moved. got Will Lutz. <laughs> yeah, because they got rid of Brett Maher, and then they traded for Will Lutz. Guess what, Will Lutz? You didn't even make the list. So I think, I think Will Lutz did pretty bad. I think he missed, actually. Did he? Yeah. Actually, let me see how he did. He's not on the dub list. So, Will Lutz. How did you do, buddy? I think oh. I think he I think he messed up the game with their drive. Oh, honestly? You know what? Will Lutz, we're going to start off the dub list with you. You had three fantasy points. Yep. You made one extra point, and you missed a field goal. So, Will Lutz, welcome to the dud list. Your first occasion. I got so, you. See, see, the more you know. Thank you. The more you know. Thank you. That's why I got you here with me. I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he missed the uh, uh, ending, the field goal, the last drive field goal. Yeah. All right. Because <laughs> there were yeah. a couple memes on it. Yeah. All right. Oh, this one. next guy. Know. This kicker was in the negatives. Graham Gano of the Giants, minus two. He missed two field goals, which was pretty pathetic. He missed two field goals. So if you have Graham Gano, drop him. Pick up one of these other guys. (laughs) Straight like that. (laughs) Just drop him, honestly. But uh, other duds, Evan McPherson, highly – he was drafted pretty high, had only three fantasy points. Another guy, Justin Tucker, who was definitely drafted first out of all the kickers. And this is why you don't go first for the kicker. You never reach for a kicker because you could literally get Nick Folk super late as your last pick, and he can get you 18 points. Meanwhile, just because Justin Tucker is such a good kicker doesn't make him a great fantasy kicker. He only had five fantasy points. Like, it don't matter. Justin Tucker, he ain't worth drafting high. No. And then... Oh my god, I have another Steeler player. Uh, Chris Boswell. One point. Says a lot about the Steelers right there. For you. But, <laughs> Just a piss poor game overall. Just yep. absolutely terrible. If, if a team is on the dud list a lot, 
that means they did not have a good game. <laughs> what? Either running back from the Steelers, I had a, I had their defense, I had a, their kicker, I had Niners players on the stud list. Not, not honestly, good. you you honestly could have threw George Pickens on there. I think I could have thrown George Pickens, but he didn't do as bad as some other receivers. So, <laughs> yeah, unfortunate. Well, the last part of this episode. Now, make sure to follow our Instagram because if you follow our Instagram at Inside the Dome with uh, underscores in between each word, uh, you get a sneak peek for this section because. This is about waiver wire pickups, and this is dropping on a Thursday, so the waiver stuff usually happens on Wednesday. So because of that, I actually post all of the waiver wire pickups that we will say early on Tuesday. So make sure you're following us on Instagram so you can see early who we have here for waiver wire pickups. But we will discuss all of the waiver wire pickups for week two right now. Very quickly, though, because waivers already did happen, so some of this yeah. is kind of outdated. But make sure to follow the Instagram so you can see what we are saying here on Tuesday instead of Thursday. So, quarterbacks. We already mentioned two of these guys. Jordan Love, who had 23 fantasy points. The reason why he's on the list is because he's only rostered in 15% of leagues on ESPN. So, he's available. So, if you did not pick him up, what are you doing? What with are yourself? you doing? What are you doing? If your backup sucks. Like, I tried to I tried to swap Jordan Love and Jared Goff. I failed. Yeah. I failed. But, I tried. But, for some reason, Jordan Love is still available in your league. Pick him up. Yes. Next guy. I'd like you to talk about him because we already kind of did. Mac Jones, who had 24 fantasy points, was only rostered in 4.9% of fantasy leagues. Come on now. Get on that. You think people should roster him? Screw it. If they got the space, do it. All right. Let me check yeah, real quick. I mean, my 14 man league. Yeah. He, is, he has been taken, he is not on waivers mm-hmm. anymore. So, demand for Mac Jones has risen. So, as it should. Yeah, but this next guy, he is still on waivers in my one league. So, but he is worth mentioning, not as a starter. I mean, be clear, this guy is not a starter. This is more for a backup position because if Ryan Tannehill was your backup and you need a new backup quarterback because he sucks, maybe go for Baker Mayfield here. He had 16 fantasy points. He is only rostered in 4.1% of fantasy leagues. Yes. So, backup potential right there. Now, For sure. real quick too, when I say these percentages, this is from Tuesday. I did this, so obviously it might be different now. Yeah. This is coming out on Thursday, so just a disclaimer there for all of you listening. Like I said, follow the Instagram. It will all be more it will all make more sense if you yes. follow the Instagram. But we're discussing these guys. Running backs. Kyron Williams. We did not mention him yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, the backup, technically, to Cam Akers, who Cam yeah. Akers sucked. I'm actually... Get him out. Get him out. Get him out. Let me, I'm going to pull up Cam Akers because I did not put him on the dub list. But honestly, he could deserve out. it. Actually, the only reason 
This is actually very funny. The only reason he was on the he was not on the dub list is because he had a touchdown. But look at the stat line from Cam Akers. Twenty two carries for twenty nine rushing yeah, yards. I seen that. I seen that on a <laughs> I don't know where, but it was on some meme page. Like really? how are you gonna have twenty two carries and only produce twenty nine? That is literally one yard. That's per oh carry. God. Like that is terrible. Yeah. Meanwhile, Kyron Williams, he had 15 carries for 52 rushing yards and two rushing touchdowns. Exactly. Come on now. So if he is still available in your league as we're speaking, on the time of on Tuesday, he was only rostered in 10% of fantasy leagues. So yeah. pick him up. Pick him up. But next guy on the list. Honestly, I would proceed with caution with this guy. Justice Hill, who... The only reason why he's on the list is because he had 12 fantasy points. He had two rushing touchdowns. But he is in a very shaky Ravens running back room right yeah. now. They've Gus Edwards, yeah. too. But if you need something, he was only rostered in 0.3% of leagues. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that number has gone up a little bit. But yeah. if you need a running back, if you are that desperate, maybe consider picking up Justice, Justice Hill. But next guy on the list, we already mentioned him, Josh Kelly of the Chargers, the backup to Austin Eckler. He was only rostered in 11% of leagues back on Tuesday. He had 15 fantasy points. Jordan, let me ask you this. Do you yep. own Josh Kelly right now? Nope. I do not. You need to add him. I, I, don't, add I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know, bro. I don't know. Add I, him. Hold on. Hold on. Let me pull up. Add him. Because I have, I, pro- I probably will. Yeah. To all, to all of you fellow Austin Eckler owners out there, get Josh Kelly on your team. Trade for him <laughs> if you have to, but get Josh Kelly on your team. You need him as insurance, and also he has a chance to be a viable fantasy starter. So that's true. If he's still in waivers, pick him up. If he's already on a team that's not yours, and you own Austin Eckler, trade for him. But this is. This point here, this is what I was talking with Dan about. Yeah. Uh, I put down Leonard Fournette or Kareem Hunt, and neither of them are on teams right now. No. And I put down parentheses, watch the Ravens, because imagine one of those two running backs on the Baltimore Ravens. It'd be crazy. Think about it. It'd so, be crazy. If you think... One of those two running backs, Leonard Fournette or Kareem Hunt, will make an impact on a team. Pick them up. Keep them on your bench. If you yeah. have the spot for it, obviously. Now, don't drop somebody who's actually producing points for one of yeah. these guys. But if you have a spot, pick up one of them, I would say. But last thing for running backs, any remaining handcuffed running backs out there, if, let's say, for example, Austin Eckler, have Joshua Kelly, uh, who else? Christian McCaffrey. Pick up Elijah Mitchell if he's available. Situations like that. Make sure yeah. you have the backup to your starting running back. For sure. Make sure you have that. Especially in deeper leagues. That is more key. But wide receivers. Uh, we did not mention this guy on purpose yet. Because I wanted to save it for this section. But Patriots player. I will let you talk about him right now. Mm. All you. Hendrick Bourne. Absolute stud. Um, he 
it was moving out there on Sunday. Hmm. Um, I, I don't really know what to say. Like, he wasn't rostered in, I don't think, any of my leagues. And I know, I think a couple and some of them, someone picked him up. But he, he's definitely our wide receiver one. I don't know if that will change. Not Juju. If, uh, uh, no, there's no. I would not. No, Juju can be number two. I mean, shit. Uh, once Devontae Parker comes back, I, I'd move Juju down to three. Like, oh man, I, I, I don't. I no, no. I think Kendrick Bourne's our wide receiver number one. I think he's wow. just better in kind of any any way. Um, he's been with the Patriots longer. I mean, he was he was he was a stud last year. He was just overlooked because Jacoby Myers. Yeah. But I think let I think ask, he's a solid pickup. Let me ask you this: uh, You say he's a solid pickup. Would you start him next week against the Dolphins? Um, against such uh, kind of struggling defense. I want to say struggling, but kind of. Uh, yeah, run him a flex. If if you if you have other bad options for that flex, then yeah, put him in there. I like it. Well, in, in deep. deep league for sure, for sure. Yeah, I agree. Definitely in deep leagues. But moving on, I saved these people for this section. But to the Rams duo. Yes, of, that was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Puka Nakua had twenty one. Fantasy points, ten receptions on fifteen targets, yeah, and Tutu Atwell at seventeen fantasy points. Both of them had over a hundred yards receiving yeah. in this game. Wow, studs! And Puka Nakua would have had more points if Matt Stafford didn't overthrow him for a deep ball touchdown. That's true. So now let me ask you this. Obviously, people are going to go crazy, especially for Puka Nukua. Uh, yeah. I missed out on him in my 10-man league. Yeah, a bunch of people and, are taking him. But if you have Puka Nukua right now, as you are listening to this, they play the 49ers defense this week. Yeah, a little scary. Would you start Puka Nukua? No. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah. It was his first first game of the week, first game of the season. Um, I would not. I mean, unless he goes off, I don't. I don't know if he will. Um, but no, I will not. All right. Uh, I'm gonna move kind of quickly with these next couples because I kind of want to wrap up the episode soon. <laughs> but Romeo Dobbs, he was rostered in 19 percent of leagues back on Tuesday. He was actually on my bench in my 14 man league, and he yeah. had uh, 18 points, two touchdowns as well, nursing an injury in the same process. So people mm. o- people overlook him because people like to talk about Christian Watson, but before Christian Watson happened, Romeo Dobbs had all of the buzz last season. Yeah, early on, and then Christian yeah. Watson kind of took it all away. But both of them, Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson, are second year receivers. So mm-hmm. definitely look at Romeo Dobbs. Zay Jones, we mentioned earlier, rostered in twenty nine percent of leagues, probably went up. 16 fantasy yeah. points. We, we already mentioned him earlier. So yeah. I wouldn't say start him yet, but mm-hmm. unless you're in a deep league. But 
and have him on your team if you need him. Two more people for wide receivers. Rashid Shahid had <laughs> 19 fantasy points. Only rostered in 2% of leagues. I would only get him out of desperation. I don't think this is consistent enough. They have Michael Thomas and Chris Olave on that team still, so maybe pick him up. But if you're desperate, deep league, have him on your team. Don't start him yeah. there. Last guy, Josh Reynolds of the Detroit Lions at 12 fantasy points. Might be the wide receiver, too, on that team for now until Jameson Williams comes back. Yeah. But only rostered in 0.4% of the leagues back on Tuesday. I don't know if I would start him now. No, I would not. I would not start him. But not at all. Moving on, tight ends. Sam Laporta, he was only available in my 10-man league. Uh, he's rostered in 34% of leagues, has definitely gone up since. Let's actually check right now. Uh, Laporta. Yep, it rose to 41% of leagues. Yeah. Now, recording this on Wednesday. But Sam Laporta, I have him now in my 10-man league. He's the backup to George Kittle. Have him. I think he's somebody that could do better as the season goes forward. He only had 8.9 fantasy points this past week, but nobody else did well. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, another guy, Luke Musgrave, the starting tight end, rookie starting tight end for the Green Bay Packers. Eight fantasy points, but, and again, bad week for tight ends, so that's actually kind of decent. Yeah. And he had a wide-open deep ball, too. I don't know if you saw that play or not. I don't think so. Yeah, it's great play design. Uh, Luke Musgrave was wide open. Uh, if it was a perfect throw, it would have been in for a tutty. Yeah. Only rostered in 8% of leagues, so pick him up as a backup, though. As a backup. Sure. A, lot of these, okay. a lot of these guys I'm saying right now should yeah. be your backup yeah. for next week. But next two guys, I'm not going to talk much about them. We already did. Hunter yeah. Henry and Hayden Hurst. Both of them start and end with an H. Studs. Very funny. <laughs> Studs. Yeah. Also, the two best fantasy tight ends from last week. And Hunter Henry, back on Tuesday, was only rostered in 4.1% of fantasy leagues. And Hayden Hurst was only in 4.8% of fantasy leagues. And yeah. Henry, yep, he rose to 19% of fantasy leagues. <laughs> yeah. People wanted him. But For sure. Last guy. I got on here, Donald Donald Parham Jr. of the Chargers had 11 fantasy points. Another positive game. He had a touchdown. Only rostered in 0.1% of fantasy leagues. <laughs> I don't see this as something continuous, though. But yeah. could be surprising. They have Gerald Never Everett know. on that team. Never know. Never know, though. If you want to throw in a gamble, Donald Parham Jr. Look at him. That is true. But last thing of this episode. Very quick. Defensive defense best streaming units. So I only have two on here. The Giants versus the Cardinals only rostered on 2.5% of leagues. I'm sure if by waiver period, I'm sure some teams picked up the Giants defense. They're yeah. a good streaming option for this week. But also I put the Colts down. They're only rostered in 0.9% of fantasy leagues. They play the Texans. The Colts did very well against the Jaguars, so if you need a defense this week, start the Colts or the Giants. But the last point I put down for all of my notes for this <laughs> week, I already said this once, yeah. I'm going to end the episode with it. 
if the Cowboys defense is somehow available, pick them up. You better. It's a must. It's a must. Must. But we're running out of time here. Any final thoughts from you regarding fantasy football? Anything? Um, it was an interesting week to say. Um, but I think they're the main. Um, I don't know how to word this, but the main candidates we thought were going to be studs and fantasy will do better this week compared to last week. I think it was just bad games for either them or for the team. Yeah. And hopefully they pick up that pace. Yeah, I agree. I mean, next week is going to be very fun to talk about in terms of who did better and who did worse. For sure. Compared to week one. But that's going to do it for week one edition of Fantasy Football Analysis. Thank you, Jordan, for joining. And hopefully we can get you back on next week too of course of course we will try to we will try to maybe get dan back on an episode next week hopefully busy man dan smith but trying to get the ogs back trying to get the ogs back for some episodes but and more guest speakers too as well that's always one of my favorite things about the podcast now getting guest speakers uh this is dropping thursday friday we will do our weekly college football episode. Carlin and I will be doing that. And I will also be doing a backyard brawl episode that is dropping Friday. And I plan to have one to two guest speakers in that episode. So stay tuned for those. This will be two exciting episodes, especially the backyard brawl. Big time game. Yeah. Sad that college game day isn't going to West Virginia. I am sad. Yeah. But that's tragic. It is. Screw you, Deion Sanders. Just kidding. <laughs> But uh, stay tuned for those two episodes. Uh, Make sure to follow us. Like I said, on our Instagram, we will be posting more on there. Some fancy football posts, some reels as well. I know Carlin's been big on that. Follow us on TikTok. Carlin's been doing TikToks. Uh, Go follow those. Just some extra snippets here and there. Some extra thoughts. But follow the TikTok. Follow the Twitter. I'm always posting on the Twitter. Follow the Facebook, too. If you have Facebook, we got Facebook running. So follow those. You can find all of those in the link in bio, as well as all the podcast platforms we are on. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Overcast, go to the podcast website and click the link in bio there. But other than that, Jordan, this has been fun talking fantasy football with you. Yes, sir. Can't wait for next week. But Absolutely. With Jordan Schiller, I am John Dadera. Have a great day, everyone. See you next time on Inside the Dome.